Hipster, where we talk about black pop culture, gay pop culture, black gay pop culture, and, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. My voice is a little different. It's not as <laughs> strong as it usually is, not as virile. Well, you wanted to come over here early and record, so well, yes, a, we both... a bitch just rolled out of bed. Well, so. only like an hour <laughs> earlier than what I usually come how, what time I usually come over? Uh, a little early, a little early. It was a little early. I just wanted to lie in bed today. I just didn't want to oh, I get feel, yes. up. I was just lying in bed. I think literally to like ten minutes before you texted mm-hmm. and said you were on your way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's Sunday. I mean, the weather though is beautiful. Um, it's a little hot it's today. Little... It was a little hot yesterday too. Well, I have to admit, I didn't get up. Until like Jackson, I didn't get out of bed till like one yesterday. Oh, gee! <laughs> By so one bad. o'clock, I was like deeply oh, into the God. thick of my day. Yeah, I had been out and about since ten thirty. Oh like, my gosh! And so yeah. that, like I had so, gotten to my destination at ten thirty. So you probably got up at what, like eight thirty? You get like right, eight. Yeah, I'm like you get yeah. dressed really quickly depending on where you're going. Oh, so you you were required to put on a face where you went yesterday? No. I just put on some tinted moisturizer, mm-hmm. made sure my brows were legit because I had my hair up, because mm-hmm. I had my hair wrap, um, and that's Hold about up. it. So when do you not do your brows? Um, if I just don't care. Because <laughs> also, too, like, I got brows... a bang right now, so <laughs> it, I can I... very much cover up those brows okay, a little bit. Okay, okay. Between my bang and my sunglasses, which, you know, I don't go anywhere without my sunglasses. But don't, aren't you worried about, like, if you have your sunglasses on when you get inside... Of where you need to go, then you take them off. You're not worried about your. I guess if you didn't have the bangs, and of course that no. wouldn't be an issue. No, my issue right now is my eyelashes. Are you seeing this? So I went to like. Hold some... on, someone did your eyelashes? Yes. Are you not realizing how dramatic they look right now? Well, I just thought like they're a little. Yeah, they're a little all over the place. <laughs> oh, that wasn't what I meant just now. Oh. I just meant dramatic well, in terms of being long. No, but this... thank you now that I know that well, they're all over the place. Well, no, it's just one eye. It's your <laughs> left eye. It's your left eye. The left eye is the good one, actually, because this is the one that has no lashes left. This is my issue, that they're falling (laughs) off. (laughs) They're falling off much faster on the right eye, so there's, like, none left. And then the left eye is all full. Well, that's probably And I'm trying not to pull my own lashes out, trying to get these off. Oh, my gosh. But it's it's really... This is why I don't do lash extensions yeah. anymore because... You don't need Like, them. you have to... But then you have to, like, also keep going and get them mm-hmm. refilled so you don't have this issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that kind of dedication or time or money, really. Because yeah. the shit's expensive. I went to some, like, cheapy little place that just mm-hmm. opened in Fort Greene. And I was like, good. Like, it's a cheapy place. I know they're not going to stay on that long. I didn't want them to stay on that long. But the left eye is holding on strong. Yeah. How like, long has it been? And I need it to fall off. It's been two weeks. Okay. And I'm like, I need these to come off. And they just won't budge. What, even <laughs> if you, like, comb them, it's not coming off? Like, I've been trying. And, and someone asked, they were like, well, do you just sleep on your right side? You're, like, smushing them into the pillow? And I'm like, I know I explicitly do not sleep on my right side because mm-hmm. that's my bad shoulder. Uh, so I can't lean on this shoulder when I'm sleeping. I can't put that kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm not sleeping on it. If anything, the left eye should have fallen off quicker. Well, they probably would, like, they're, like, mashed it. So it's like, they, like, you sleep it on your face. Then it's like, no, they have a little bit more support. They're st- you probably don't move a lot when you sleep. If, oh, God, no, you're pulling know. on them now? Yeah, now I'm bothering them. Oh, I should no. leave them alone, huh? Yeah, leave them alone. I know, but it's just really annoying. I'm going to try everything I can to get these off tonight. I just, I can't. 
they, you, they got it how do they Is it glue that they have on there? Mm-hmm. How do they normally take them off if you go to a place and you get them redone? What do they use to get the glue off? I don't know. I just, mm. I'm not a professional. Well, no, I just <laughs> like tweezers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like if you go and you're getting lashes, um, and you have some on, like a bad batch from some other place, or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll remove those. But I don't know if they're using some special something or if they're just damn plucking your lashes out. So I don't know, but I just can't run the risk of pulling all my natural lashes out. Mm-hmm. So I have to just let them fall off. And I guess but they look crazy. <laughs> yeah, if you like put like soak them in water on your face, like with that. Like, I've been using like micellar water. Like one of these, it was like hanging. It was just leaning. It's like lean with it, rock with it. And I'm like, you need to come off, but I didn't want to pull it. Yeah. So I just um using micellar uh, pad. What's and that? And then it pulled off. It's like makeup remover. Oh okay okay. Yeah. That won't be bad if you, like, get it near your, obviously near your eye or something. No, like, micellar water, um, it, it helps to remove makeup, but also, like, wash your face. So, it's it's one of those things, it's, it's gonna end up in your eye to some mm. degree, because you wash your face with it. Um, but I have, like, little pads that are specifically eye makeup remover. So, oh, I've been trying to, like, rub those and That's try to, like, loosen the glue up. Uh, is anything that they can turn into beauty, they will. Yeah. Because we are so vain what do you, as a society. <laughs> it's funny because Josh always tells me, I always ask guys, like, do you moisturize? Do you put in? Some people are like, no. One guy, like, we went out with his friends last night and it was three guys, four of us, four men, but, you know, I moisturize and apparently I was assuming that these other three or four men didn't. And then two of them said, three of them said they don't moisturize. One of them said, no, I moisturize. I put lotion on my body and I put lotion on my face. And I was thinking, ugh, the lotion from your body? Gross. Like, who puts the lotion from their body on the face? Lots right. of guys do. Yes, they do. Yes. They and... walking around here just... <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh... Dove and all that yeah, stuff just all, all that, on You know, Vaseline face. lotion just on their face. And Josh <laughs> went, Josh was doing this reading because I kept telling him he needs to moisturize. And he's like, it's a scam. This business is a scam. They're telling you all of these people that they need, the lotion needs to be different from their face, from their body. And he's like, it's not true. It's not true. And I'm like, I don't want to believe that. I don't trust it because I've been doing this since I was like 13, 12 years old. <laughs> Using different moisturizers for my face. And I go, I, I, I won't support No, it's necessary. Well, because I know they talk about how the skin on your face is different from the skin on your that body. So, even the skin under your eyes yeah, is on different your eyes. from it's the softer. rest of the skin yeah. on your face. Mm-hmm. It's way more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot put the same thing on your feet. Yes. <laughs> Think about that. Well, yeah. That you're going to put... On your freaking cheeks. Yeah, like, I agree. That doesn't. And, and guess what? He could think it's a scam until his face looks out here looking crazy. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, we have. And certain people I know, like there are lots of men I know who don't moisturize and their skin is fine. Some of their skin is great. And you're like, <laughs> and I don't know what. That's that, genes. Yeah, that's, that's genes. That's genetics. Well, when we talk about Marvin. They don't moisturize because they don't have to. Yeah, I mean, they should moisturize. They should. Everyone like, should moisturize. Everyone should moisturize. That's not even a question. Yeah, it's like, like doesn't your thin skin. And, <laughs> but it's like you're getting lucky that you clearly have good genes yes. that you're not looking like, you know, a crumpled paper bag. Yeah, because I'm like, why are you not... It, to me, it always makes your skin feel better when you moisturize. I know more people, are, some per, certain people are prone to drier skin than others, but don't you all... You've ever gotten out of the shower, right? And your skin feels... If you don't get dry. Yeah, it feels and dry. And it feels like if I fall asleep, I'm going to be itching. Yeah. Like uh, something's biting me. Yeah, like a crop. my skin's dry. Like, my, I, girl, moisturize. I have to moisturize my butt because it also gets a little dry. Like you have it ever like itches. No, because I put lotion. Well, there. sometimes if I forget, <laughs> every time. Yeah, I feel like dating always it's part pick of up. the legs and the thighs. 
Yes. Lotioning. You, everyone should have a moisturizing routine. <laughs> yes, of course. But uh, <laughs> I also. I feel like my back gets neglected because I can't reach it anymore. But you have because my shoulders, oh. like my arms are really long. There used yeah. to be nothing I couldn't reach behind me. I love that nothing <laughs> now, I can't reach behind me. But now that my shoulders are like all jacked up, I'm getting old. Hold on, both old. of your shoulders bothering you? Uh, yeah, but it's worse in the right. Okay. So I can't moisturize my back. Why can't so you if, get out to do it? I do, but if he's not here, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I was like, they need to come up with some sort of apparatus. They like should. the same way they have like a back scratch. Yeah. There needs to be like a back moisturizer. Come on, somebody. I just gave you a million dollar idea sure. that you can retire on. Well, take it to Shark Tank. Take it to HSN or As Seen on TV or whatever. Yeah. Let's because do this. Or it might exist already. It might exist. It might because I feel like that's something, that's something women like, this and is not men a new will problem. Purchase. I did not make this Oh, problem. yeah. People will definitely buy that for the single people or for people whose, you know, spouses away or something, how to moisturize your back. That is something that you can make money off of. It or not, it's not an idea yet because I'm going to throw this out there. White people don't quite moisturize the way black people do. And I feel like that's the kind of idea a white person would come up with awesome. and be like, we need to take this to Shark Tank. <laughs> and like, because black people just do it, you yeah, know? You just moisturize. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking... You know, that and maybe the idea hasn't been made mm-hmm. because some white person just hasn't realized that that's a problem. And black people are like, nah, I've, I've just figured it out. Well, I know, I feel like women just in general, and there are lots of, there's some white women I know who don't moisturize. I haven't done, I don't know that's that many. Travesty. But I do know that they're, most of the women just in general, white or black, they moisturize. I've run into very few, I don't think I've ever run into a black woman who says she didn't moisturize, but I never ask because I just assume that she does and I don't see her being looking ashy. <laughs> but uh, I know there are other people who are as dark, we have the same consumer, like other races who also, who don't moisturize. And like, that's weird ooh. to me. Like there, I, I, I definitely know that there are some. I feel now I feel bad saying it, but I, you're I like gonna, gonna, you're about to point out an entire race. <laughs> you're about to call out some to, races. Well, just on their people. lack of moisturizing and no. their ashy ass. No, skin. not obviously I know because I have some friends who are Indian who do moisturize. <laughs> who do moisturize? I knew you were gonna say Indian. <laughs> I, I think just because you were saying who comparatively are. Just as just dark? Just as dark, yeah. <laughs> or even like, yeah, they don't. Some, and this, it's, this is just me seeing people walking around this, in the city. <laughs> and I'll see ashy elbows or something. And I'm like, why are their elbows so ashy? And usually it's the men who are of, who are minority of a darker oh, race. And yeah. they don't moisturize. And I'm like, what are you doing? Moisturize. Wait, hold up. I, I'm about to take a complete left turn. But did you see that photo of Miley Cyrus talking about Hot Girl Summer? <laughs> no, because I don't know what that is, really. Oh, God. Like... It is just, it's the saddest little thing you've ever seen. Like, she's leaned over, she's trying to to her little butt in the air, and it's just sad. Uh, But the best part is the comments underneath. And the first one is like, but what about the dirt under her feet, though? (laughs) Like, she's like on a couch. And the first thing I thought was, Stanley would be so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, why? Are her feet dirty? Hold on, where like, was where she? Is she? She's like in her house or something. <laughs> it's like, why are your feet that dirty? Like, I don't understand. And then you took a picture and you thought it was sexy and didn't catch that? That you weren't like, no, no, we gotta retake it. I love Let it. me go ahead and wipe these feet and Maybe then retake she didn't it. Care. But she's also that, from... That also makes it worse. She's also from the South. Maybe she's like, listen, you oh, walk around she's from bare the feet. South. No, well, Barefoot. Dad. 
I, I don't know. I'm trying to give the girl the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to think what... Listen, no. all the girls who are participating in this hot girl summer, mm-hmm. clean their feet. Yeah, make sure you <laughs> They wash clean. their feet before they get up on your couch or in your bed. I would hope they would. I would and if so. they don't, that a hot girl summer is not. That's true. <laughs> that is not a yes. hot girl. Yeah, I remember bring, bringing this guy home and... He had flip flops on. His feet was so dirty from the and I was just like, "You need to wash your feet before you get to my bed." Because like, why would you just climb why up? Why would you? Yeah, I know we like as a hookup, but I'm like, no. Why no. would you think that that was okay? Yeah, yeah. That all the disgusting. Listen, when we were kids growing up in our little tenement mm-hmm. apartment in mm-hmm. Bed Stuy, my mother used to yell at us all the time to put slippers on because mm-hmm. the apartment would get really dusty. Yeah, and she would always make us clean the floors and stuff. And but we would walk around with our like slippers on. My mom would yell at us, and like our feet would get dirty. And it was never a question that you had to wash them feet before you mm-hmm. got in the bed. Yeah. My mother would have pulled you out the bed and whooped that <laughs> little ass if you had gotten in your bed with dirty feet. With dirty feet. And then too, like we were super poor, mm-hmm. so. We shared a bed, most of us, for almost all of our, like, mm-hmm. young lives. So it was like, you also not about to get in that bed with me with them <laughs> dirty feet. And then we sleeping head to foot. Like, so I got to look at these dirty dogs. Like, no, kid. Not that. happening. Oh, my no. gosh. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not under any circumstance. Well, so I just don't understand why other people think that that's okay. It hurts my heart. Well, I feel like, and I've been around <laughs> people who do it sometimes, like, when they're drunk. And then it's just like, I'm John, let me go to bed. And I'm like, oh, like, that's just gross. She, she t- I like to shower usually before I go to bed. I sleep better. Not everyone does. Not everyone needs to. But if I'm all if I'm about out in the street all day, then I come home, I need to shower. I sleep better. I can do it, but I sleep better. Yeah. I mean, if I'm traveling or something, then there's no way I can get in the bed without a shower. Also, too, because I always feel like if I'm using a public bathroom, especially on like a plane or something... I've probably gotten a little splashback. Oh. There's no way I'm getting in my bed mm-hmm. without washing that off. Yes. Like, there's just, you know. What about when you go to, like, a hotel? Or, like, you're sleeping somewhere that isn't your bed? Like, a hotel. Would you, are you, would you still shower? Yes. No, I would too. Well, because I'm getting in the bed. Like that's the, it doesn't matter <laughs> no, because whose I, bed because it is. I wonder for some people is it like well, it's not my bed. Oh, then they don't have to worry no. about cleaning the sheets. So you're just gonna lie in the filth yeah, of the splashback filth. that I happened think, I all think day. A lot of people do that's it. ridiculous. It has nothing to do with whether or not they're my own sheets. It's oh, about no. the fact that I'm not gonna sleep in a bed of possible filthiness. That's disgusting. Oh, I love that possible and, filthiness. And then when I travel. I, like, when I stay in hotels, I usually don't have them service the room at mm. all. Yes. Like, I don't like it. I'm like, please don't come in here. Yeah. I put the do not disturb on the, the, the door the entire time. Why do you do that? Because I don't need you to come and change the sheets mm. every day. That's just I stupid. Yeah. I don't change my sheets every day at home. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm typically not staying anywhere longer than a week. Yeah. So. You can stay like, on the same sheets for yeah, a week. Yeah, exactly, for a week. If it's going to be longer than a week, then okay. Yeah. At the end of, like, day six or day seven. You should probably come and change the sheets. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't... It's the same with, like, a towel. I don't change my towel every day mm-hmm. at home. At the end of the week, great. Give me some new towels. Yeah. But other than that, I don't need all that stuff. It's just excess. It's excess. And it's, it's excess. Mm-hmm. I don't... And yeah. a lot of hotels now, they have the option. They let you know either 
you have to put a sign on the door, put yeah. your towels in a certain place, or like yeah, for the towels yeah, and the sheets. They for the towel and the sheets, but usually them. they let you know we're not going to wash your sheets until change your sheets until a certain days unless it's requested. Every three or your days towels. Yes. So I like that because it's you know yeah because it's like how excessive is that that you would change the sheets every day change mm-hmm. the towels every day it's like motherfucker you know good and well you do not do that at home no you don't and granted maybe take advantage of the fact that you are not the one who has to do it <laughs> yes but i'm like nah it's, it's not necessary and then also it's like uh you're gonna come in here and move my stuff around because you think you're being helpful by cleaning uh, yes. and i don't want you moving my shit mm-hmm. like please do not touch my braces and my makeup and my oh the worst is you come back in and they've rearranged your makeup on the bathroom counter and it's like no no you don't realize that i have that set up in the way that i do my face please do not move my stuff you know i never thought about annoying yeah so i'm just like don't come in here i always like when they rearrange my stuff because i'm like oh now it's now it's like organized because i'm not like Mm -hmm. that and first of all i don't have a lot of makeup i don't have any makeup (laughs) you don't have a lot of makeup any makeup just a little bit of like just a little bit of light just a little bit of tinted moisturizer a little bit of bronzer yeah a little bit of bronzer and a little something to do a a nice little bake yeah a little highlighter yeah some highlighter Mm -hmm. and then maybe just a little something for the lips a little something for the lips and then i know sometimes you get a little mascara a little mascara to elongate the light but just that just that's all it is and don't forget your contour. Oh my gosh, girl. Contour. Very, very important. Right. So, yeah. So, they organize my shit. I'm about it. Because it's all <laughs> over the place in there. But, yes. But, switching topics, I wanted to talk about our one of our favorite things. Racism again. Racism. Yes. Racism. Yes. yes. I mean, I... Personally, I'm excited because I was like, when is racism going to come back? I know, I miss it. I was like, we've been spoken about racism you know, for so and long. And I just, I feel a little empty when yeah. I don't get a, at least a dose, a dose of it every week. Every week, yeah. So, it's, it's much needed. So I'm now, super excited about Here's this. your dose of, uh, <laughs> of, of racism. <laughs> and uh, they had recently, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, they had this woman in North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. which I always, think, I always had a hard time pronouncing that. And um, she was caught on video um, calling these two women, stu- you stupid niggers. Mm-hmm. They were at a restaurant eating. And it was a loud restaurant. They have video of it. And um, I guess they were talking. Was she just another patron? She was another patron. Okay. And so I, they didn't have to worry about her spitting in their food. Yeah, they did not. And okay. so she, apparently they, everyone, it, it seemed like it was loud in the restaurant. And the two women were speaking, were raising their voices to hear each other. And they were, I think one of them was definitely 43. So they were our age and older. In their mid-30s and older. Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute. You said she was 43 and she was our age? Uh, I'm very confused. No, 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 no. Well, she was 43 and then she had a, a friend who I assumed was... Our, you know, the women were in her thirties. Yeah, in her thirties. Okay. And uh, just clearing that. Like, Hold up a second. I am speak not for yourself. Forty three. For yourself. Not that it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, no Forty three olds live your life, hot girl summer, but exactly. I'm just not summer. there yet. And uh, <laughs> she, um, and I guess she got up and she wanted the women to. She told the the manager or whoever, can you have them quiet down? And the management was like, you know, no, or they didn't think it was an issue. Mm-hmm. And then I guess she got up because she said that it was her anxiety that really, really triggered her. And they were talking so loudly. So she asked them to turn, to, could they be, be quiet? And then an exchange went like, oh, well, she was like, well, no, I'm just, I'm raising my voice to talk to my friend. And she was like, well, you guys are bothering me. And the woman's so like, leave. the woman's like, listen, my, my money's just as green as yours. You know, I'm paying to go to this restaurant. And then she was just like, well, you're, She's like, you're such stupid niggas. And then walked away. And they were like, oh! Like, the girls were like, oh! Because the one, one of them started recording. 
And um, the news, they interviewed her on the news maybe a day or two later. And they were like, this is what you said. And she was like, yes, I said it. And they was just like, well, do you understand how, um, how, what is it? Um, what's the word when you offend someone? How offensive, offensive yes, <laughs> offensive this is. Oh, you just and, don't know how much I love you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is the word for offensive? Like, it's like, the, like oh, it's offensive. You offend, like offensive, yes. <laughs> so, and then she said, yes, that's why I said it. Right. And then basically saying, I would say, she said, I would say it again. Mm-hmm. And... I think when I first heard that, I was shocked because this is her name is Nancy Goodman. She's like a white blonde woman who's from the South. She's 71 years old. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that she told them while she came up to him was like, I have some black friends and they don't act like you or act. They don't behave like you. And they were like, well, you never mentioned color, honey. Like, this is not even something. Then later on, she called them the niggas. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, why don't you call your black friends the niggas? Huh? And she just used that word to describe them. And she's like, well, they're not like you. And it and this woman who does not think she's a racist. Mm hmm. Um, use this term to hurt these people. And I was listening to um, Sean King, who is an activist here in no, I know New York. Yeah, and he's known nationally. And um, he had a little, he posted a little segment of his a podcast on Instagram and was talking about, you know, one of the responses that he hears from this incident a lot is like, well, it's a good thing we know now. It's a good thing we know where they stand. It's a good thing that, you know, now we know who the racists are. And he just said that's, he said that's such a dang, not a dangerous mindset, but he said, think about how this is affecting other people. He said, now that you, that people can feel so brazen, so, so empowered, uh, empowered to, mm-hmm. to, to say these things and also to not apologize. And he's like, that is what danger is. He's like, racism is like a disease. It's an infection and it spreads. And basically, the more that we see people going on and saying, I don't apologize for how I feel. I should, you know, these these people should go back to their country. Are they niggers? Are they this and that? That means that other people are going to do that. And it's causing violence against against groups of people. And it's mm. going to continue to be that way because the only way that we're going to survive is... is it's for us to know there are certain things we shouldn't say to people. We shouldn't be feel free or feel okay to spread hatred. We have a president that told a bunch of women of color. Yes. Uh, 75% of who were born and raised in the United States to go back yeah. to where they're from. Yeah. That's where that comes That's from. That's where that comes from. The, the brazenness and the chutzpah. Yeah. That's for you, Al. Chutzpah. <laughs> um, to feel like you can say this to someone without a doubt comes from feeling like, oh, well, if my president can say that and he feels that way, then that's where we are. That's the direction this country's going in. Let me make sure folks know where I stand. Yeah, I think when I... Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. I think what it did was it's, it, it made me... When he put it like that, I just... I never thought about how it is. Like, this thing ruins people's lives. I mean, I know that, but it's just... You think about all the people who are hearing not only Trump, but then now these people who are saying, I don't, I'm not going to apologize and how that's going to contribute to the rise in like crimes, hate crimes mm-hmm. that are, that are continuing to happen over the country. They said from like 2016 and 2017, like it rose like hate crimes against um, people because of their religion, because of their or sexual orientation, because of their gender or race is, like, rose by, like, 17%. Mm-hmm. Like, the FBI didn't, you know, tracks these things. And it's only con- it's only going to continue to keep, to grow because of all of this, this rhetoric and the things that people, that are the leader of our country is putting out there and supporting and you, not... You mean the figurehead. The He's figurehead. not a leader. Don't yeah, it, ever it's say not, that. It, it, I, think it, I think it made me look at it a different way, and I don't know what I should do, but it is interesting that 
it's, it's, it's fueling. I think that was the first time we talked about this, that more and more people are coming forward and they don't feel ashamed for what they're saying. Right. And that I think this is the first time that I heard a woman, a person say, oh, I'm not going to apologize. Because they usually get on they have that half-assed apology. They'll cry. Say, I'm not racist. And, you know, I was upset. I apologize for it. But no, homegirl did not care. Homegirl with her black friends who feels like she is not racist. I hope each and every one of her black friends uh, even my white friends, white family is just like, no, we can't fuck with you no more. And that's what has to be the result, yes. right? So she's feel free to feel however the fuck she wants. Yes. And I really hope that the two women didn't let it affect them mm-hmm. after they moved on from that moment. Yeah. Um, because what needs to happen next is she needs to be shut out of mm-hmm. everything. Of everything. Because she, the message needs to be, as a society, like as a whole, mm-hmm. we don't condone that. And we do not support you in that. Yes. And if that's the way you want to live, you will be by yourself. Mm-hmm. You stand alone in that way of thinking. Yeah. No, you can't come to the club anymore. Mm-hmm. No, you're not invited to the bridge night anymore, Esther. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, mm, I know originally you were supposed to be the one making the cookies for the school for the bake sale, but you know, with that thing that just happened, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that Sorry. needs to be the response that... from all of the networks around her. Yes. Go in perpetuity mm-hmm. until I mean, maybe I'm just mean. I'm like, until she dies, yeah, no battle axe, yeah. But honestly, but she's until she get, right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. She's, like she's already up there, but until she gets the message that like you and the people who think like you and feel like you are not gonna win, mm-hmm. you're not gonna win because it's more people on the other side. Yeah, and let me show you what we can do. Mm-hmm. And I always think too, like, how do you. Because I was I was sitting with someone who's a friend of a friend, and they were telling me how they were in a, with a group of people, a group of white people, and they made this comment about um, saying something. Uh, what was the something about basketball? They didn't want to watch basketball because there was going to be a lot of lips and something else, alluding to the fact that there's a lot of black people on on you know on the team on the mm-hmm. television, and. Um, you know, he was just talking about how he doesn't know. I think it was a mix of family and friends. And when they said this comment, and he was taken aback, but he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I said, I can understand sometimes that hesitation to not say anything. Because I've experienced it being in a circle, being gay, and someone would make a remark and I don't say something. Or, you know, someone would say something about another race. Maybe I don't say Some people would say something about black people and I don't say something. I've definitely had those situations. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's necessary that we do, that we do say something, even if you're not a part of that group, because it's awkward and you want to show people, listen, I don't stand for this, and it's not okay for you to say that about any group of people, ever. I'm just, I'm too dramatic. What do you mean? I would have been like, oh, fuck no, I'm leaving, because y'all gonna sit here and let this piece of shit go on and on how he is? Mm -hmm. All right, then miss me with that. Don't call me for any family functions or whatever it is that they were doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Until y'all rid this group of the cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I just straight called them out and made them feel like the lowest form mm-hmm. on the earth. And, I, and then I made everybody else feel bad about not feeling like that was like not saying anything mm-hmm. and not checking the person. Yeah, and 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 it's and it's sad too because when I think about this, I think about people. To me, you, and we've I've talked about you before, like you, you sort of think on your own and you're an independent, not think on your own, but you know, you kind of think outside the box. I think you don't follow the crowd. And not saying that myself or other people follow the crowd. I think more so. 
We do. So I think you get caught up in, and you don't want to please people. I don't mm-hmm. think for you it's always about making people feel comfortable, you know, if someone does or says something wrong. And I think that's how people should continue to be. We have to push ourselves out there to speak against these things, whether whether it be with your friends and family. And that can be difficult, but it's just like, if you check someone, it doesn't mean that we're not going to be cool anymore. Maybe we won't. Right. And, it, what and you it, say. Might. it might. <laughs> yeah, it might. <laughs> but why is you have to think about we'll it. You have to stand for something, and it's not even you don't have to have a back and forth with this person just to check them you know that's wrong and I know you know that's wrong and don't say that in my presence and it's just it, it's made me more it, it's made me more aware of what the the little things that I need to do things like that just checking people when they're when they say things that I don't agree with because mm-hmm. I've known you and you said those we were at a party once and um, it, I remember I was it was in the, for a friend we were in the Bronx and a lot of people were from the Caribbean. Oh, remember I that? remember that. Yes. yes, and I was like, oh, we gonna get gay bashed. Yes, this bitch. <laughs> and I started feeling uncomfortable. Oh, I was like, yeah, no, it was definitely a sentiment of who are these yes. Bati boys. Yes, and I was like, oh, and I was we the only gay. Go. Well, then I know I was the only gay person there who was like effeminate. Right. And I, wait, we, were we? I feel like we were with someone else too, though. We were with. I don't remember if we were with somebody else, but it was you and I. Maybe we were. Maybe we were with, like, Chase or someone. Like no, that. but I feel like we had, like, another male friend with us. If we did, that person wasn't gay. Oh, okay. If we did, that person... Or maybe they were, but you couldn't tell that they were gay. And you and I were in the party, and we separated because I think I was going to get food. And I saw people, like, whispering or, like, looking at me. And I was like, what is going on? Mm, and then... And then at the... I remember, like, I walked around a corner, and I was like, oh, no, they're talking about me. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I'm at this party with you and someone else. And I was like, okay, we how am I going to... bounce. And no, and then when I was thinking about that, you came up to me, and you was like, we need to go. And I was like, well, what's going on? And then you was like, no, let's just go. And then we left, and we were walking down the stairs, and you were like, yeah, they were kind of, like, homophobic. We're not. Let's just go. And, um we started talking about the person who brought us there, mm-hmm. who, who had invited us there. And she knew me and she knew you. Mm-hmm. She's not someone we rock with like that. Right. But just how it didn't seem to be an issue for her. It it, it, it wasn't an issue for her. Because and she's not... She's not somebody who's gonna think that. Oh, I don't. I. I. Don't, I'm gonna just leave that well, one alone. Yeah. I'm like. I just. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> but I mean, just like some people are basic. You know what I mean? Some. Some. Some girls want to um, go to school, get an education, so they can get their career, and then meet a man and get married, mm-hmm. and that's enough for them. Yeah. They are not looking to enact any kind of change in the world, and that's mm-hmm. fine. That's your motherfucking business. Mm-hmm. But the way I see it is if that comes to your lap, what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. So if you are put in a position where you can say something or you should say something, say something or do something. Yeah. Especially if you feel otherwise, but maybe she just didn't feel otherwise. Yeah, maybe she just didn't. And that's her. her. And, and that's her. <laughs> but it, that's also why she's not a close friend of ours. Yes. And, so, and I think... She's basic. And I think, yeah, it, it's a little... But thank you again. I never thought thank you for that well, because you don't it, have to thank me for that. Well, because people I think, should. That's how people should behave. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, that's how people should behave. But I think often, more often than not, at least for me, I've been in situations. And I think a lot of people where you don't get that kind of um, awareness from someone who is outside of that particular group that you're in, and I think that's hard because they're pretty sure there are situations where like men are in that women you know I always remember when I always talk about New Orleans you know when I had to realize that okay well I can't just leave you across the street or you know there are certain ways that I, you're going to react to a room 
because you're a woman that I'm not. So right. it's, it's about being aware that once you become aware, definitely go, ah, oh, this shit ain't cool. Let me just leave because you're uncomfortable. Right. Let's remove ourselves from the situation because I don't want you to feel a certain way. And I know this is some bullshit. We were talking about that yesterday because we were leaving the conference, the posse conference. And um, it was me, one other woman, and a guy. And to get to the train, you had to go through the project. Mm-hmm. And the girl was saying, like, oh, no, we need to go around 104th or something like that. And the train is on, like, 103rd. Mm-hmm. We were on 103rd. And he's like, so you want to go around the block to go down and through? And we were like, well, because the only other way is through the project. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. And coming, I wasn't going to walk my single female ass through the project. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I was like, yeah, but that's guy thinking. Yeah. Where it's... That doesn't even cross his mind. No. Because he's like, why would you go all the way out of your way to mm-hmm. go around and come back around? We were like, to feel safe. Yeah. We were like, yeah. For safety. <laughs> Sometimes that trumps convenience. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yup. She added an extra four minutes mm-hmm. to her walk so that she didn't have to feel like she was going to get catcalled or, yes. or, or just anything. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to be put... In an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's the road of less catcalling. Yes. Road of less. <laughs> so, yeah. Something that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because even I always wonder, like, just moving to something naturally like representation and how much will having representation, people of different, like, sexu- sexualities and people of different genders and people who are, don't identify with all, you know, certain genders and how will that sort of change the way that we think? Is it changing? It is the way- changing. You don't think about, like... How not that long ago, mm-hmm. Will and Grace was like the only show on TV where like men were outwardly yes. gay and talking about sex and sexuality. Like there wasn't a lot of it. You there know? wasn't a lot. And now, like you turn on the TV and it's not a thing. Yes, and no, like is- lots of people watch and love Modern Family, mm-hmm. and they don't even give consideration to the fact that one of the the families on the show is a gay two gay men mm-hmm. that adopted a child from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They don't even think about to question it. They watch Mm -hmm. the show and they enjoy it, which they should do. But if they see that more often and it becomes more normalized, it's not even going to be like, oh, wait, well, what is this? They're Mm -hmm. gay? Yeah. And and that's why I think, and my, my thing, I think representation is important and I wonder how far it can, because we are, we're, I feel like we're seeing two different things where the, the media has always, to a large extent, our entertainment has been very liberal. Um, because it's, you know, it's produced on the coast and a lot of stuff that we watch, like a lot, like you mentioned, Martin Family, a lot of these television shows and programs are very liberal, but then you, and you have this segment of the population who is outside of that and you see them represented it more so through our media. That's the news, you know, Mm -hmm. and how they feel versus, you know, Modern Family or anything. Entertainment. Yes, entertainment, social media. It's all very much largely liberal. And I always wonder, like... Will, is that changing any of, I mean, it's perfect, it's good, but is that changing people's minds that it needs, is it touching those people that it needs to touch? I'll be honest with you, I think it only needs to touch the young people, because the ladies like Esther, mm -hmm. who I'm just deciding her name is Esther, because she's 71 (laughs) and she called two black women a nigga. Yes, yes. Actually, Esther's a pretty black ass old person name. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, Esther, Mm -hmm. Esther gonna die soon. Yeah. And like how Esther feels is not gonna matter because Esther's grandkids might not feel the way Esther does because they are coming up in a completely different world Mm -hmm. and they have shows like Euphoria Mm -hmm. 
yeah. and they out here doing like Esther's grandson is probably gay like you know what I mean <laughs> or, like yeah. Esther's grandson might be Esther's granddaughter mm-hmm. in four more years like That's... they're coming up in a world where those things are are more acceptable mm-hmm. and those things are not taboo and they're essentially going to be the leaders of the world one day and they're going to be the ones making the important decisions. So it's more important that they're exposed to it and That's they true. see That's all the very... many facets of it because it's going to be theirs very soon. That's I'm very glad that you said that. That's very true. Because, yeah, it, that gives me hope because, yeah, I'm thinking about my sister or even my little cousins mm-hmm. and how it doesn't seem a big deal for them to have someone who's gay in their family are to, you know, they talk about trans things, you know, like not at, you know, all the pronouns. They know what all like, the, right. They yeah, know what I'm all like, the letters what? stand for. Yeah. We're like, Q, I, like, what A, what's mean? the, wait, I don't even know what the I, I stands for. There's another letter now. Like, and yep. yeah, how things are gradually changing. And, and even before, like we were talking, before the podcast we were talking about, I mentioned to you, like, you know, gay rappers and oh, thing. Yeah. and it's just funny to me but not funny i don't want to say funny but you know even talking about the frank oceans and the chance chance the rapper's younger brother mm. who, and frank frank ocean came out as what bisexual frank ocean was just Queer. like i know i feel like frank yeah. ocean was just like i had a sexual experience with a man and that and, was it and that was it and, and then everybody was like he gay yes, which true. i don't think those two things are synonymous i agree i agree and i wonder too because and I had to when he came when he did this, and I was thinking, okay, maybe that's his truth, and that's fine, that's his truth. But I also felt like, why can't he just be gay? Is he is he gay? Because I'm pretty sure he's gay. And, right. you know, because I and I think I had to. But realize he that, might not have also been ready to go all the and way. And maybe there that's with not everybody. his truth. Yeah, I had to realize that was something that I had in myself that I wanted this sort of representation. I'm not a big hip hop fan at all, but I thought it would be good to sort of have this figurehead who's like. In mainstream rap, who is very much like well, Frank Ocean's not a rapper. Oh, I guess. Oh no, I no, guess, he's yeah. a singer. He's, he's a an singer. R&B yes. Oh singer. my word. Yes. Now I have to say. <laughs> so that. Yeah. maybe Lil Nas X would be a little more. Yes. You guys is Moses. That's true. That I love that. I'm Moses. <laughs> but the funny thing is, the sad thing is, I have never heard that song. I have never heard that song. But wait, my favorite part was you were like Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, and I was like, I don't think he's gay. I just think he likes wearing blouses and, well, little, and nail polish and stuff. But like I, one day, it's not even going to be a thing. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be guys walking around with blouses and nail polishes, and people will not just assume that they're gay. Well, yeah, that because is even going the other to rappers, like what's his face, the the one, oh gosh, the the one who I think he's adorable, Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, I know him. No, but he's uh, not adorable. That one's not adorable, right? Todd was cute, I guess. I Which one's the one that have all the tattoos? There's a couple that of them. Todd Dawson with locks. like the break? Oh, He no. has locks and he's all tatted up. He wears pearls and nail polish. I appreciate it, but I don't think... <laughs> but he's not the one. I don't think he he's did not think he's no, it's, no, it's the other one. The the one... Um, oh, gosh. He's tall. He's kind of like... He, him and Frank Ocean are cool. He, um, gosh, I don't know, remember his name, but he's kind of very indie. He kind of is like in that skating, skating culture. Um, I'm forgetting the gentleman's name and I like have it on the tip of my tongue. He had that skit where he was acting like the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And, oh, I've like, never seen He does this. a lot of like, um, he, he, he's been on some television shows. He's kind of just very, he had an album that came out recently. Okay, a, but just just get to the anyway, point of it. Because like, you're going to keep describing the stuff and you don't know his name. Yes, I don't know his name, but I'm so mad that I don't know his you're name. You're talking about Tyler, the creator? Yes, Tyler, the creator. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. I can't. 
<laughs> I'm done with you. I don't know any of the man songs, oh, girl. God. I don't know any, but you know, he's it's speaking with um, you know this sort of change in hip because he's a rapper. I do know this, right? And hip hop, how the guys are sort of trending towards things that are deemed more feminine mm-hmm. in our culture. You know, he'll get he has nail polish. Well, look at on. how tight the jeans have gotten. Yes, tight the jeans have gotten. Since he will carry like, the bags, right? Yeah, and remember when people were giving? I remember when people were giving Kanye and even Pharrell and Andre three thousand from back in the day. Like, lots of shade, like, questioning their sexuality because, you know, they were doing something a bit more funky or they were carrying a woman's back. alternative Yeah, alternative. Yes, yes. Kanye was also part of, like, dirty backpack rap. That's true. That's true. They were sort of trending into that before, right when the skater culture thing was really, really blowing up. And, um... I remember Big Boy doing this interview and he was talking about three Andre 3000 and how he had a lot of people within the industry and out who were saying, like, yo, so what's up, Andre? He going crazy? Is he gay? Like, is he... And it, I just remember him saying, has he gone crazy? Is he gay? And I was like, wow, that's where we are? Right, like yeah. those two things have to go hand in hand. Yeah, and... And just all these really <laughs> negative questions. And he was just... He, of course, said, no, 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 that's my man, that's my man. But also thinking looking at how much has changed and hoping that that will continue in all of this representation that we're having, even with things like The Little Mermaid and all the casting that they're doing to make these um, these iconic characters, people of color. Right. And but I think they're also purposefully making them people of color and we're just waiting to see if this is just a moment or yeah. if this is a movement. I hope. Because, you know, it's like, yeah, it's cute, Right now, because you're feeling like black girls are it. Mm-hmm. Like, we we trend sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think I remember we were trending in, like, 2014. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was like, go out and get yourself a black girlfriend. Yeah. But, um, and then and then we weren't trending mm-hmm. for a few years. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, this can't, if, if it's just going to be in and out, then I'm over it. Like, then just fucking cast Selena Gomez or somebody. Because I can't be bothered. And how would you, like, what would you want it to look like? I guess because I always imagine what would I want this world, not world, but even entertainment, which is what we see. Like, we're talking about all the kids are seeing things. And I think you, I would want to see actors being casted to win what in certain roles because they're good at it. Or, right. you know, you have, or just being, trying to make things as equal, equal as possible. You have, you know, your white families on television. You have your, some people of Asian descent on television. You have black and Latino. At least moving more towards that. Not just always having these shows, and we talked about this, and I think some more and more I'm noticing it of having like that one token black person, or even just having a cast, and they and then always dating a white person. Yeah, are them because ha- there's never enough room for another black person yes. on the damn show. Are, are them having shows where they have a group of friends, and one of them is a white person, and it's just like that that does exist, and that's fine, and I don't have anything in it, but it's just like why can't they just all be people, either people of color? Are just all just one race. Because all black, then white all people Latino. won't watch the thing. Yes. It's like how men won't read books written by women. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, I mean, and then it's it's the like that. Is... I finally watched that movie that someone great or whatever. Oh yes. And mm-hmm. like Britney Snow was fine, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was like more more necessary. realistic was that it would have been another black girl mm-hmm. or another Latina girl. Yes, I agree. That would have been the realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. She was fine, but I was like, is she necessary in this role? And they put her in there. To make people feel like it wasn't a... They put her in there to make it more palatable yes. for the white folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what it was. And I don't <laughs> think we need to do that all the time. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
Damn, I was hoping we were going to end with the pendulum up, <laughs> but that just came down. Well, like, well, I think we, you were that, talking about <laughs> representation that, is great. That got a little intense. <laughs> we were like, oh. And yeah. I, like, we were like, we're going to talk about racism. And it, it felt a little light most of the time. And then we were like, and it still exists. <laughs> and then it just came all the way down. And we were like, fuck, now we have to get dressed and go out in the world black. <laughs> but you made me feel better, I think, even before we started this conversation. You know, saying that representation is more important. And also, it's those young people. It's the next generation. And, and, and realizing that, you know, my sister and my cousins and your nieces and your cousin who are the way that they think and the way that they go about things. Yeah. It's, it's very much that's the new... This is the new generation, and they're going to be the ones who are going to be leading. It's yeah. not weird for them. And that's why brands like Fenty are winning, because mm-hmm. they get it. Like, Rihanna seems like she just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, she yeah. do what she won't. Mm-hmm. And we love her for that. But yeah. it's genuine. Yes. Yeah, and genuine. so when she casts someone like Yoani Johnson, who's, like, late 60s, mm-hmm. who's also, like, teeny tiny... Gorgeous gray hair, black woman. Like when she casts her, or mm. when they when she posts, they post um, on the Fenty um, site mm-hmm. and doesn't cover up the model's scars, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Where it's just like, yes, let's make this more normalized. And then, yeah, it's it's those brands are speaking towards the generation that isn't going to care about that stuff. Because they're the biggest consumers. That's true. <laughs> they're the biggest consumers right That's now. True. So the brands have to actually speak to them. Mm-hmm. And so everything else is going to follow suit yeah. because it has to. Because they're going to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, See, true. there we go. Brought it back Man, up. Positive there. note. Thank you, darling. On that note, we got to go, Stanley. Yes, yes. We got to go. Because we... We don't want to talk about racism for another hour. No, 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 we don't. No, no. Yeah. I just, I don't really have that in me. <laughs> Especially after you just told the story of Esther and them two ladies. So, yes. which, like, my response, I, I think, I just, I think I just would have laughed if she said it. Because it was like, well, she's not the waitress serving my food, mm-hmm. so I don't need to be concerned about her. Mm-hmm. But I would have just been like, damn, like, you seem like you about to die, like, right now. Yeah, this right. is the last thing you, this is how you want to go out? Mm-hmm. You want the last thing for you to say is to call somebody a nigga? Wow. I'd have been like, bitch, I got two degrees. You more of a nigga than I am. Mm-hmm. Bye. Go have two seats, please. I like that response. <laughs> like, Everybody write girl, that down. Girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here living my life well. Yeah. I, I ain't got time to be worried Best about life. you. By the way... I just want to say, I just love how black people will forever rest on my money. It's just as green. Like, who made that line? And can we please just like put that in like black sayings hall of fame or something? Because like, it's going to be, that's going to go along with, uh, you bleed like I bleed. Mm-hmm. Oh, your blood is red like my blood is red and point blank period. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid because that's what someone said on Instagram when it was a response to like this racism and it was like period. Yeah. <laughs> no, point blank period. Yeah, point blank Because period. those are not all the same exact. Oh my God. <laughs> like I just, I need, like my money is just as green as yours to go into the Black Saints Hall of Fame. Yes. On that note, if you like this episode, <laughs> rate us, subscribe, yes, subscribe. Yes. follow us on Instagram at yes. Black Hipster Podcast, mm-hmm. and feel free to send us a quick little note at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We might read it on the yes, air. Exactly. You can also follow me at Always Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Standard W. And I think that's it. That's, that's it. all the handles. All right. You ain't going to be nowhere next week. No, man. I ain't going to be nowhere next oh, week. Oh, in a long Thank time. Thank God. <laughs> Yes, but we'll, we'll talk about your next upcoming trips because I'm pretty sure you have some upcoming. 
Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I'm trying to go on vacation. Ooh, she yeah. ain't done that in a while, y'all. It's been a minute. Yeah. So, in the meantime, bye. bye.